This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but well, to myself. That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus. Rewards. Registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. So see mcdonalds.com for full details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. There's a team that we all love, playing out of person town. They've had a few promotions, but always end up going down. Play up, play up for fail. Play up, play up for fail. Play up, play up for fail. Welcome to the Ayland Vale podcast. It's Saturday night. The positivity we had on Thursday has quickly evaporated. Today, Vale played Lincoln. We lost 2-0. We went down without a whimper. I'll announce now this could be my last one because I'm done. I'm absolutely fed up of it. Don't mind seeing the side lose. Don't mind seeing the side relegated. But when there is a set of bollocks on the pitch between the lot of them, I'm done. There's not any ounce of fight. I'm fucking pissed off with it. This pod will contain dog shit, it will contain foul language and it will contain complete disillusionment because that's where I'm at with the club now and I can't put my finger on it, but they've lost me. 100% lost me. I've got a season ticket. Honestly, the way I feel now and it's still Saturday night, not sure I'll use it again this season. I'm absolutely done. That was the worst for me and Johnny, I know you disagree, we'll get into it. That, for me, was the worst 90 minutes of the season, and that's any 90 minutes Andy Crosby's had. It was fucking no heart, no desire, no passion. I've seen more fighting in an under-sevens game. I've seen more bollocks in a nunnery. It was fucking disgraceful for me. I'm absolutely fucking done with it. Absolute dog shit. Johnny, are you feeling any more positive than me? The only, the only positive I've got to say about it is it wasn't Cheltenham at home bad. And I know that I you, think it was worse. I honestly do. I don't I, I can't say it was worse. I think you you look at what we had available that day versus today, and Cheltenham at home was, was an absolute catastrophe. Like, let me just go the the lineup that day. Ripley and goal. We went Cass, Deborah, Smith, Sang, Ojo, Plant. Chislet, Divine, Loft, and Thomas. And we brought Ollie on Ollie off the bench, Massey and Ooch. That's that 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 team, that eleven there beats the one we played today, and all of them fuckers played today. 
I'll be honest, I could pick an under 11 side to ref that beat that team that we put out today. Yeah, it's just, see, I, 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 can't, I can't agree that it's the worst 90 minutes. It was terrible. It was bloody terrible, but it wasn't, it wasn't on par with Cheltenham for me. I, I didn't, the Cheltenham at home game was, was, was absolutely disgraceful. Like, the Cheltenham at home was the first time I lost my head this season. As you lot know, I was in hospitality that day and nearly got thrown out for telling Andy Crosby to resign that day and do the honourable thing. Yeah. And he should have gone that day for me. Hindsight's wonderful. I know it is. He should have gone that day for me. I get Darren Moore wasn't available then. We'll get into it during the pod. I like Darren Moore. I think he's a good manager. But from what I've seen today, he's got a lot of fucking questions asked. And I get he probably doesn't know his best team yet. Blah, 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 blah. But on Tuesday, after Reading, he came out and said Casper was fully fit. He just picked, didn't pick him in the 11. Casper walks into that fucking defence. Yeah, yeah, he does. And I think, I think that's the same about a couple of players as well. We, we, we started with two wide men and played off of one in Chizzy because I know Chislett's played out wide for um, Wimbledon before. So, like, it's not like he's never played there. But when you've got Gav and Plant on the bench, and I know, look, this isn't me saying Massey's going to be the saviour, but where's he had his best games for us this season? Playing yeah. right wing back when he's pushed up. And he, he actually looks like he's an okay player there. And nothing more than okay, but you look at Burton away, for example. Massey played really well that first half in the FA Cup because he was pushed further up. Stevenage twice, um, FA Cup game at home, first half, bloody brilliant. In the league, really good because he was pushed up higher. So when you've got a natural winger that's played most of his career there and probably a couple hundred games, I'd, I'd, I'd dare say, at wing on the wing, why are we starting Jensen Weir there? Like that, that's baffling in itself. We're starting somebody whose legs have gone in Jason Lowe, and I like Lowe. I think he's a good, he's a good centre half for us in terms of it needs most. He wouldn't ever be a, a first choice at at his age, but he's good enough. But he's not a centre midfielder. He couldn't get in Salford's central midfield last season, so I don't see why all of a sudden he's he's getting in hours. We've got someone that a couple of weeks ago was crying because his mate had got sacked and now is putting in the performances like a little whining little bitch baby. Agreed. And he's, he's supposed to be our vice-captain. And then the less said about the thing that stands at the back that's supposed to be the captain, the better. Because he would have been off after two minutes for me. That pass is a disgrace. And, and if that's Jack, that whole place goes fucking mental. Because it's Smithy, people just let him off with it. And it's, it's not on. It's not I'll on. tell you what, people let off as well. Steve, you are the king of Biddle for now, because James Wilson can fuck off with that title now. Because he cannot be fucking arsed. He's not got a pair of bollocks on him. He isn't bothered about this football club. Every time he got the ball, apart from the one where he hit the shot... He just wanted one touch, get it up to someone else and let them take responsibility because he hadn't got a fucking set of bollocks on him to take responsibility for that football today. And he can fuck off for me. Rip his contract up now because if he can't be arsed, and this is where I'm at with most of the squad, if they can't be arsed, why should I? And Steve, you're with us. Yeah, James Wilson sponsored by the Ale and Vale there. Um, 
<laughs> Might be sponsored by his doesn't mean we can't criticise him. That was fucking pathetic today. I'd have done more on that pitch than he did. I'm going to go into bat for our forward line here because. Try. We haven't got one. <laughs> I'm going to try. I guess it's going to be a hard sell. Okay. Our forwards have not been good enough all year. We've banged on all that. But how many chances do they miss? How many decent passes do they have to work with? How much good quality ball did Wilson get today? A lot of Dave Zed, a lot banged down the channel. And it's the same for Loft against Reading. And say, I'm not just about Willow in general. I'm not saying Willow was brilliant today because he wasn't. Nobody was. But I'm just trying to get my head. Yeah, I'm just trying to get my head around how much of it is the complete dearth of service. Funzo dialed it in in the first half. Dialed it in. Second half, you lot think he was a lot better. I think he was marginally better. Jensen we doesn't do it for me. Chizzy was the worst player on the pitch for me. And they're getting no service at all. Now, they aren't playing well. Like, please don't think that I'm trying to defend him because he's my mate, even though I've never met him. But I just think there's got to be a caveat with our forward line, whether it's Loft, whether it's Willow, not De Pepper maybe, because that's a different different kettle of fish altogether. He wouldn't get him staff in Rangers side. I'm sorry, I know he's 17 and you can't say that because he's 17. He wouldn't get him fucking staff in Rangers starting 11. So why the yeah. hell has he been brought on for us in a relegation battle? And I'll caveat it, he wouldn't get him staff in Rangers 11 because he's 17 and he's not ready. I'm not saying he will never make it by any stretch of the imagination. We're fucking throwing him into the lion's den and we're letting him get eaten up. Yeah, Steve, yeah. Yeah. just on, on your point, and Bez, close your ears now because I know, I know you're not a big fan of this, but have a guess when the last game that we had more than a, no, a, a 0.99 expected goals across the, across the whole game. Would it be Stevenage at home? Nope. And we had a penalty in that game, so... Oh, right, yeah. Uh, penalties don't count towards XG. Blackpool no. um, or Wigan at home? Um, no, you're close. It was Charlton in the 3-3 draw. Oh, yeah. So, since the 6th of January, right? Now... We have a chance. I know, I know you're not a big fan of this, but... Portsmouth, 0.15. Fleetwood away, 0.35. Leighton Orient at home, 0.26. Stevenage, 0.76. Cheltenham away, 0.34. Reading, 0.31. Today, 0.37. That tells you everything that you've just said, Steve. We aren't making chances. We're not even making off chances at the minute. In in the space of two months, we we have we, we've made less chances than some teams make in a whole game. Yeah. And it's it, it, it's it's wrong. Like we for, for whatever reason, we are not creating anything. And I don't I don't get how you how you fix it. I don't understand what we can do because everything that we're doing at the minute isn't working. We've changed personnel, we've changed formation, we've 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 tinkered around with it, and it's just not working. So you put Harland, yeah, you put Harland or Salah in that team, they aren't scoring any goals. No. It's as simple as that. 
But the and, bit I'm getting to with James Wilson today is that when the ball came into his feet, not once did he try get it in and look after it. It was one touch, give it to someone else and let them take responsibility. He hadn't got the set of bollocks on him to take responsibility for that ball today. And that's fucking pathetic from a lad that come through United's academy. That is quality. I'm not knocking the quality. But that said to me today, I haven't got the fucking minerals for this. I'm not going fucking try and take responsibility. I'm going pass it one touch. Most of the time, suicidal passes as well, let me add. And let someone else fucking get on the ball because I don't want to. You see, I, I think... You're right on Willow. On Willow, it was it was the whole team. Yeah, Dan it wasn't Jones, on his own. It wasn't yeah. on his own. Dan Jones, Garrity, a couple of Chizzy. They were trying little flicks around the corner and little, and little dinks over and two. It's just when you're in this form, play simple, do the basics, and football's not an odd sport when you do the basics. But to put the ball down and kick it to strike it. And concede after two minutes is criminal. And like, to stand there, and to stand there looking at him as well. If you you've seen the same video as me, once he does it, he's got his arm in the air for the referee. He doesn't start chasing back for three or four seconds. Ripley, Ripley, Ripley was coming out to take the free kick. Smithy, for what inexplicable reason, smacks it there, sent it forward. From the moment, from the moment that ball went in the net, the game was done because we don't score any goals. And you could feel the energy from the crowd. The crowd didn't turn at all. The crowd were really, the crowd were really good today. But excuse me, <coughs> once 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 Smith did that, the game was done, and we all we knew, and the players knew it. And it doesn't matter whether you've got Darren Moore, Pep Guardiola, anybody in charge. Those players don't fancy it. They haven't got. Absolutely kills. And I tell you what now, and people won't like this because it's Nathan Smith. If he never pulls on a veil shirt again, I don't give a fucking shit. Get Casper on that pitch. He should be in that back line because at least he's got a set of bollocks on him. He'll fight, he'll head, he'll kick. Nathan Smith has been fucking diabolical most of this season. And Johnny, you called it out first and people had a go at you. People stick up for him because he's from Maidley, because he's come through our academy. If we signed him in the summer and he put in them performances that he's put in this season, people would be going at David Flickcroft saying, what the fucking hell have you signed here? Because he's been diabolical this season and he needs growers set. Yeah, look, and I don't, I don't I don't enjoy it, but I said I was talking about this last season, do you know what I mean? He's not, he's not a footballing centre-half. He's got a ceiling and his ceiling is relegation battle league one is as high as he can play. There's a reason he's been at Port Vale for as long as he has when a couple of seasons in League Two, he was our best performing defender because people know, people know his limitations and that's, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. Do you know what I mean? He's made, made a real good career about it. It'd be a really good League Two centre half, which he's probably going to get his chance to be next season. Yeah. But yeah. it's, it's when you look at stuff and the, the frustration behind it is, look, Nathan Smith isn't the reason why we are in this position. The reason we are in this position is because we grossly neglected January. That's the reason why we're in this position. So we decided that, fuck it, we didn't need to sign a striker that we've been calling out for since October. For us, No, strikers. Johnny, we tried signing 12 strikers. So it's OK. Yeah, we tried. Don't matter what we tried. I'm not. I'm. I'm not buying this. We tried business, and no, we tried. It's okay. We tried. We tried. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's not though, is it? It's not. No, okay. it's fuck. 
isn't fuck okay. But everyone thinks it's okay because we tried. No, no, they don't. They don't. There's only, there's only, there's only a handful of people who think it's okay. Anyone who goes to games and is not in the upper echelons of that football club, which we quite agree, thinks it's okay. Nobody but nobody is buying the fact that because Dave, Le- Dave Flickcroft works hard, we should be grateful to him. Because he tried to sign players who were blatantly out of his reach. Nobody who goes to the, dis- the disconnection between the top of the football club and mugs like us who goes to games is re- there's a chasm between us. Nobody, nobody, but nobody buys that shit. Nobody, nobody cares about who we didn't get. We just care that our centre forwards on that pitch today have got one league. Sorry, what Will has got three league goals this season? Is it something like that? Three league goals, and we're and we're chucking a seventy-year-old onto the pitch. We're gonna get. We can get onto Carol Singh now. I'm sure everyone's seen Carol's speech at the end on on um, on Twitter. It's out there. If you've not have a look at it, she cares. She cares about the club. What she's doing? She's Disillusioned, delusional. She doesn't see. They don't seem to think that we're going to go down. It'll be all right. It'll take Darren more three games. Everyone's working hard. These players were brilliant at the start of the season. You know, you see, see Carol in tears is not nice. It really isn't to see because she cares and she's done such a lot. But she's in danger of ruining a lot of what she's done because she doesn't seem to see the wood from the trees here. She doesn't seem to watch the same thing that the five thousand fans there. And to think that this team with these players is going to escape relegation, if we do, I'll be amazed. Because I don't see how we're going to win a game. We're down now. For me, we're down now. I've resigned myself. The shit are coming down from the league above. Crew are coming up. This is the time we could have a fucking Vale Stoke crew in the same league. We've fucked it up through neglect from the director of football in January. But it's OK because he tried. It works hard, though. Hardest working around the club. Yeah, I tried to get with Jennifer Anderson. It didn't fucking work. That's and I haven't after. seen Carol's speech after the game properly yet, so I can't comment on that. Johnny, you have. It, Steve's a, a nail on the edge. I mean, like, talks about talks about survival like it's a given, like we're seven, eight points ahead of above relegation and that it's not going to happen and people are worried for no reason. Unless unless they know something that we don't in terms of there's there's three worldies waiting to sign on Monday to be ready to play and a match fit, then it, it's delusional. We, 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 aren't in, we aren't in any sort of space to turn around and say, we're close to being able to win a game of football. We're not close to scoring a goal. We're, we're stats orientated, and I've just read you the fucking stats of the ex- expected goals. It's if, if that's if that's not something to go wake up and smell the coffee, I don't know what is. I, I, just, I think like her passion is brilliant. Like she loves the club and doesn't want be in this position. We we get that, and no one had ever knock. Her, her passion for the club, but the decision making from her in in the degree that she hires the director of football, so she th- th- there must be some form of performance review. Um, and why wouldn't you do that at the end of January? The window's closed. Why wouldn't you be looking at that performance review? Like she she hires him, so she's got to take some of this flack for it. She's She's got to, and it, we're at the stage now where there's there's gonna there's gonna need one hour of a season ticket off for next season to get us above three thousand season tickets again. 
I'm she the one. They can fuck off. I am. She needs to. She needs to. She needs to open her eyes. She needs to open her eyes and see what we'll what we'll see. She need, you know. And uh, I don't know. I saw the whole the whole thing about you know. And we talk. We talk about like we talked about it on Thursday. Planty's coming back. Great. Planty's coming back. He may well turn to be a good player, but his stats don't say he's going to save us. They're just feeding us line after line of it's all nice words about what we're going to do and what will be. Look at the here and now, Carol. Look at what your your team, your director of football, your manager, whatever it is. It's not not Darren Moore, obviously, who's all just joined. It's turning out there. And another one of the things she said was, well, little old Paul Vale did so well to get Darren Moore. You get it by paying his wages, Carol. If you offer him a good contract, he'll come. It's don't yeah. give me... That's, the same, that's, don't, the, same, that's the same with any, any player. You know exactly. I mean, don't it's, give me all bollocks about oh, we've we've attracted him because he's lost the club. We've attracted him because this. They come the professional let, let, people. They come for money. Yeah. Well, let's let's say let's say for argument's sake, Crosby was on three grand a week. Yeah. For argument's sake, we we haven't got a clue. We don't know. But say he's on. Say Crosby was on three grand a week as manager. What would you say that Moore's on? Seven eight. More than yeah. double, got to be. So, 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 so we're both saying more than double. So, so we're, if we're saying that more than double is three, four grand minimum, instead of throwing Crosby under the bus, why didn't they use that four grand bringing a striker? You get a good. We tried, we tried that, we tried, it didn't work. We tried. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't be facetious now. Like. <laughs> We tried. We've heard the podcast. We tried. Yeah, I don't care what he says on the podcast. We tried the level above the striker that we needed. Why didn't we step down a level? Why I can't didn't give we... you an answer to that. I honestly can't give you an answer to that. No, and that's that's the answer we need. It's not a, <laughs> oh, we, we tried to sign a lad that ended up at Sturm Graz. It's like, why didn't we go after, like you mentioned the other week, Kyle Hudlin? Why didn't we go after... Cole Stockton, for example, that fucked off to Barrow. Why didn't we look at any of them sort of strikers who may, may, may or may not have wanted to sign for Paul Vale? But like you say, you pay the money, you get the player. Yeah, and it's we, we need to neglect. Get that's why we didn't. Absolute gross neglect of someone neglecting what their job is to do. Well, we can spot, we can chuck the money at manager. If I'm Crosby, I'm thinking, great, like Johnny says, we can be paying more X amount. Of we might as well put that on, on, on some players because Moore's problem is he might be on a good contract, good luck to him, but he's still got the same shit, same shower shit to deal with. And the whole the whole thing's the wrong way around. Yeah, and I will say, we're not hiding behind the keyboard here. Everyone knows who we are, everyone knows our faces, everyone knows our voices. We're saying this on a podcast, we know what we're saying. We're not hiding. It's gross neglect. Absolute gross neglect of January will cause us to be relegated to League Two. And I'm not having a season ticket to watch us play Crawley, Barrow and Accrington Stander next season when we could be playing Chef Wednesday, Stoke and Crew. You can fuck it. I've had enough. I've had a season ticket over 30 odd years. This is the first time our club has ever gone down because of gross neglect. But that is exactly what is happening. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I reckon, I reckon the, the Smurf season was gross neglect. No, yeah, you know what? he told fans what he was trying to do. He was, he believed Jose Mourinho, who we had a phone call with, who might have been Jose Mourinho, who might have been someone that put on a Portuguese voice. And he told fans, I'm going for the foreign market. This is what I'm trying to do. And the fans brought into it. We brought into it. And then in January, he went, 
In fact, Boxing Day, he went, this isn't working. I'm trying something else. And he went and brought in the likes of Chris Eagles, Andre Bikey, players to try and keep us up. And it didn't work because we weren't good enough. But he actually had a go at trying to keep us up. At this moment in time, we've done fuck all in January. It tells me we're having a go at keeping us up. Smith, absolute tosser. Absolute tosser. But you know what? He tried to keep us up. This regime's done nothing to try and keep us up. We've got red. No, we haven't got red. All Blaster and Divine got recalled. And I get that. Parent clubs totally get it. We allowed Alice, Alice Addison to walk at the start of the season. He's gone. We haven't got anybody better than him in since. Um, Tom Conlon would probably get a game in this. And he wouldn't have got a game in the first half of the season. Don't get me wrong. He'd get a game. They said, we've allowed him go. Lewis Cass would probably get a game in this side. We've allowed him go. And we brought absolutely nothing in that says to me, we're trying to make this side better in January. Tell me one person that's coming in January that says to you, we're having to go with staying up because I'm struggling. Yeah, but you, you, you say you say that about Smith, but he brought in a 45-year-old Adrian Bikey that was about 50 stone overweight. And that's, let's be honest, he's still the best player on the pitch most games he played. Yeah, but he can only play 30 minutes. But was still the best player on the pitch and he brought someone in with Premier League experience that had a go at trying to keep us up. That game he played with one hamstring, it was fucking incredible and no one will tell me any difference. I think you're letting the position that we're in cloud your judgment on that, that season. I don't. Honestly, honestly, I don't. That... To, 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 to look at what Smurfwaite did in that season, where he took a team that finished ninth in League One, ninth, destroyed, offer him shit, all shit wages, get get rid of get rid of some of the best players that we, we've had to, to force Rob Page to, to walk. The vanity project, basically. Yeah, for, for, for someone that Ben Robinson had spoken about and said and vouched for, but wouldn't hire him at Burton. And Jose Mourinho had, had said, "Oh, we'll lend you a few of our kids." That's that that's gross neglect because he's done no homework on it. Chris Mabamba come in, who looked good on YouTube. That's gross neglect. No, agree. And as I said, he fucked up. But then on Boxing Day, when he realised he fucked up, he got rid of the manager, brought and another manager in who wasn't good enough. And whoa, 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 hang on! He didn't bring another manager in. He promoted one of the two assistant managers that had never been in foot, never, never been in a football management job, hasn't had a football management job since, and and signed Corey Whelan, Danny Pugh, Michael Tong. That's gross neglect. Oh wow! You was that the same? Was that the same transfer window when when Anik went? Or was that a different one? That was the one before, wasn't it? The January before Anik and Grant. No, it might have been that one, actually. It might have been that one. It was, it was that one. It was a special window. So we promoted an assistant manager that's never done a manager's job. Wow, that sounds familiar. Um, but he brought in Chris Eagles to have a go. We brought in Andre Bikey to have a go. We brought fuck all in January to have a go. Yeah, yeah but... Who we signed, honestly, who we signed in January. I'm thinking back now, we signed Weir who at this moment in time looks a million miles away. We signed Dan Gore, who's done a good impression of the Invisible Man because he's vanished. Who else did we sign in January? Casper, that you've just been calling for oh, stuff. Casper, that should be starting, but our manager seems to think he's not good enough to make the 18. 
And who's the other? We brought four in. No, we brought them three in. Didn't we bring anyone else in? No, that was that was it. That is fucking pathetic. I just also uh, smooth away. Carol's done amazing things for the club. Smith way, all he did was try and asset strippers and oh, bleed us dry. a million times better than Norman Smoothwaite. I'm not saying that. But she has allowed the football side of the club to be run by someone else, not Carol, although she sets the budget. And she settled for, well, we tried this in January. Didn't work out. We tried it, but it's okay because we tried. She's been negligent. She's been neg- she's been negligent, and that's putting it very, very kindly. Weird, you know, she... I cannot see any way whatsoever we get out of this. None no, whatsoever. I can't We're not. I can't. We haven't got the players, and that's down to David Flickcroft or Carol, depending whether it's Flickcroft hadn't got the budget or whether it's Flickcroft failed. I believe he had the budget, so in that sense, Flickcroft failed, and I've stuck up for him a hundred times on here, as much as. I've said on the year, I'm not the massive fan. I've stuck up for him. However, we're in this position because of gross neglect. January, for the second year in a row, we've completely fucked up. We've come out wicker. We've now got senior players at the club, as you two have already mentioned, that are swanning around the pitch like they couldn't give a shit about wearing their shirts. If they don't want to wear the shirt and tear the fucking contract up, let them fuck off and we'll play the ladies because they might put some fucking more bollocks in than these lot are. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it, and I, I really do, but I, I I still think the Smurthwaite era was a hell of a lot worse. And It, it was, but he realised his mistakes and tried to rectify them. Well, you could, you, you, could argue that, you could argue that we have by sacking Crosby and bringing Darren Moore in, can you know? After the transfer window shut, at I'd least after the on Boxing Day and gave a new manager, granted, an assistant manager that had never been a manager, a bit like we did in the summer, if you want to compare the two. But they give him the January transfer window. We brought a bloke in in February, said, this is the shower of shit you've got. Can you polish your teeth because you're going to have to do a fucking good job? Yeah, but I think when you look at when you look at the average age of the players signed under Smith was thirty six. I don't I don't think that's trying to stay. I don't think that's trying to. It's appeasing people by signing people. Like right, right, Ryan Taylor came in and was absolute garbage. He wasn't absolute garbage. He was. Was he fuck? He had a few good games for us, and he put an effort in. We played him out of possession a lot. He wasn't garbage, Ryan Taylor, for me. Again, football's about opinions. He wasn't garbage for me. Chris Eagles wasn't garbage for me. Andre Bikey wasn't garbage for me. Chris Eagles is the only one that you can turn around and say wasn't. So you're saying Andre Bikey was garbage? Mate, he was five stone overweight. And we're still the best player on the pitch. He played seven games for us. And we're still the best player on the pitch for them seven games. But that's seven games... That's not a good signing. Would you take Andre Bikey now or would you take um, Jensen Weir now? I'd take not Jensen now, Because Andre Bikey's obviously about 58 now. I'd take Jensen Weir that, that can play more than seven games. Because of them seven games, there's not a chance that 
that, that, he, that, that he would have played, completed 90 minutes. And put it this way, right? We signed Ryan Taylor in October. So wasn't wasn't that that was part of but that was part of Bruno's vanity project. We signed Scott Tanzer, Danny fucking Pugh, Dennis Mehmet on the first of March. We signed Bikey on the 17th of March. So we've still got three weeks to sign a bikey for you, mate. Like don't it's do not it, don't do it to sign me a bikey. If, if you'd be happy with that. I think it says more about where you're at at the minute than... I'll than, be honest, than Johnny. Andre Bikey now, not Andre Bikey back however many years ago that was. Andre Bikey must be 50 now. I'd put him in the fucking back line before I put what played today. He's 39, he's 39 now. And that, show, that, that shows how bad it was in 2017 when he signed that he was so far overweight. There is only 39. 39 now. We'd probably do a job getting him on the phone. Uh, if he's any anywhere near in the condition, like Johnny, I'd play you over Nathan Smith. Well, yeah, that, that, that's that's an obvious decision though. I'm I'm only three stone overweight, whereas Bikey was fifteen stone overweight. And we're still fucking quality. I'm not having it. He was fucking quality. Andrew Bikey was. Eagles break my Eagles break my heart at Walsall. I was there that night, that Tuesday night. I was. In fact, we all were, and he broke my heart because he gave us hope. We'd all gone hope. to Walsall that night thinking, tonight's the night, we go, we go down. We're like the fucking band playing on the Titanic. We know we're going down. The ship's shit. The ship was sinking, but the ship was also sinking. We were the band playing till the fucking ship went. We went Walsall knowing that night was the night we went down, and he gave us hope. None of this fuckers in this team are giving me hope. And on the Sunday, we, I went to Fleetwood thinking we were going to stay up. It's completely the wrong way I around, guess. wasn't it? Yeah, I did. JJ, 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 you've been dialed in. Pro- now, that's, that's a, if ever you want to see a player phone it in, dial it in, down tools, that was a, that was one of the best examples you could ever see. Oh, no, no, there was a few today. There was a few today. Sam Kelly. I remember, and at the, end of the, at the end of the Fleetwood game, we were all singing Vail till we die your seabed. So you've got to get your season ticket back. You've got to carry yeah, on. Yeah, we were singing that because some of the players on the pitch that day, Dan Turner, one a good enough put a shift in. Andre De Freitas, one a good enough put a shift in. There was a few players on that pitch today that fucking, that day, not today, that day that was blood, sweat and tears for the cause and just weren't good enough. I've seen players now that are good enough that just can't be fucking arsed. And if they can't be arsed, why should I? You're a fair point, but I, I, I do think that if you, if we probably look back at this in three years' time and compare the two two squads with with a clear a clear head, you won't you won't be turning around and saying this is this is worse than that Smithwaite era. Well, we won't know because I'll be done in three years' time. I'm done. Yeah, I get it, but. He'll be back. He'll be back. I'll pick you up on the way. I'm going to find some rusty needles and shove them down with Jap eye because I think I'll get more pleasure than going the veil. And this that's where I'm at. This this is the one that's got his ticket to Derby. Yeah, um, I've already got my ticket. Got it before today. If I hadn't gone, yeah, I, I just picked a seat on the not so fun bus. So, so yeah, don't exactly. I'm going for Steve because he's running the coach. And if you didn't know, Steve's running the coach, Ollie's head coaches, it's £15, there'll be a pick-up in Biddle, 
pick up and booze give him a call, book yourselves on. We'll be on there, but I actually might sit in the office for two hours rather than go watch the match. I've had, we've had 24 cancellations today and we only had 18 people booked on in the first place. Fucking hell, Steve. I've had people messaging me asking for a refund from the free ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't, I was thinking, speaking of Tuesday, what have we going to do? Bring your friend who will give 100 quid if he'll come with you. Because I can't see there be much for take-up if we try another offer like that. But fair Honestly, play to be able to try it. They need put an offer out to entire season tickets all just to come we've already paid. Honestly, that's where we're at. This is, and yeah, Johnny, it's Saturday yeah. night. I'm raw. I'm emotional. I'm fucked off with it. Why should I bother? I'm on the verge of this is the worst fail side I've seen. No, I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Okay, let me rephrase it. This is the bail side, the worst fail side I've seen for having a set of bollocks and a bit of fight about him. No, I, I, I stopped. Pugh and Tong, they were on one fucking leg. They were shit, but they had a bit of fight and they kicked people. All oh, players are scared of kicking people. The, the Pugh, Tong, Anthony K midfield, Bez. You know, that... that Anthony K threw away. Yeah, yeah, that was... That was, the, you know, that was that's banter era midfield, that is. You know. I'll be honest, Jason Lowe now, and everyone knows I love Jason Lowe, Bez, one of you fucking bingo box ticked off. It reminds me of Anthony Kay. He's a player that's <laughs> been there, done that, and actually is clinging on when he's not fucking good enough anymore. There's a lot of comparisons to answer for to that to those three players, to Jason Lowe today in the uh, in the Lone Street when they were when when they were falling out about how good Connor Ripley was or wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk okay, about the game though? I've got I've got good work tomorrow morning. Let's get on with it. If you haven't gathered by now 35 minutes in, this podcast will contain dog shit. We're going to skip through it because they don't deserve our effort because they didn't give us their efforts. So we are very much going to skip through the fucking team, skip through the game where we lost 2-0 against Lincoln. Nathan Smith gift-wrapped him a goal in the first, well, second minute, but right at the start, put it on a plate for him, says he all lads, go and suck all the life out of Vale Park and stick that in the net. And that's exactly what they did. And then Dan Jones decided to swap shirts with the player a bit too early and give him a penalty near the end. We lost 2 now. Johnny, you messaged me before the game at some point and you said, good to stay with the back four. Glad to see Ben Garrity back in the 11. Interested to see where Martin is, as I thought he looked decently ready. Plant on the bench for Weir slash Garrity will be good going forward. Or not. Or not, because he didn't get on the pitch. No. We decided to bring Bailey De Pepper on instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, makes no sense. That. Yeah, it makes no sense, really. I think today, for me, it was a four for more. Um, starting I'll 11. be honest, I said to you before we press record, if anyone gets more than a two, I'm rioting, and I include Darren Moore in that. Yeah, it's, it, for me, let's say four for more. I think like starting 11 was what it was. We, we don't... Until until I know about Mighton and um, Lapata, that that could change. But at the minute, that's that, that's how it feels. The subs were balmy though, like they were batshit mental. The subs were. Yeah, I'm with you. And I've been told that Mighton 
or play Tuesday, which if he'll play Tuesday, says to me, he could have done something today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, 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 if he's fit enough to come up, play on Tuesday, then he's fit enough to, to have, have played some part today. Yeah. Diabolical Steve, anything to add to Johnny's call? Uh, I agree with Johnny. Um, I would have, I'd like to know where Myrton was. I could see why we set up like we did. I could see the argument for keeping the same back four. Although I thought they were a lot worse today than they were on uh, Tuesday. The subs, just mental, absolutely mental. The subs were, whether that's because he's a new manager just coming in, but they were they were either the wrong way around or playing wrong. I just, just don't get it. So I thought more had a didn't have a great game today. Yeah, I'll give you your four. If I find out Casper was fit and left out of the 18, it's a minus four because that's fucking diabolical. Absolute diabolical. But let's move on. Vale Tone brought to you by Johnny's Market Pub. I've been down there, as you can probably tell. Um, get yourselves down St. John's Square, Burslem. Johnny's Market Pub. And Johnny, you start in goal, Connor Ripley. Yeah. Nothing he could do about the first. Nothing he could do about the penalty. He, he tried his best to make it 2 0 so everyone can go home early doors, but got back and made a real good save. Um, and yeah, it's Connor Ripley, and it? it wasn't, I can't, I can't remember him making any other saves of, other than that, that one which came about through his own, own doing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a, it was a five for Connor. Because of that cock up, yes, he saved it, but still, he, sh- he shouldn't have put himself in that position. Yeah, fair enough. And in Bess's ratings, that's a two. Steve? Uh, before we got to Connor, can I just say that Lincoln are a bang, bang average side? Oh, they were shit. Who we gave Absolute that game. fucking shit. So, none of these, none of our players deserve any sort of thing. Ripley, what Johnny said, no chance with either, either of the goals. It's pass out to that to their lad when he, when he should have scored, actually. Made a decent save. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Of all the problems at Port Vale, Conor Ripley isn't one of them. Agree with you, but awful today. No more than a two for me. Uh, right to the back three, Steve Thompson. Whether you've been Super Vale away or you've been in Burslem at the mother town watching the Vale play at home, Johnny, you can always have a McDonald's on the go or delivered right to your door. You can indeed. And where'd you get them from, Bez? You go to McDelivery. I've said it right on this one. Go over to the McDonald's app and get yourselves one. Johnny, what are the T's and C's? It's participating restaurants only. You have to be 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 
Sang was okay. He was the best of the lot, I think. Um, he got up and down. He put a couple of good bo- couple of good crosses in the first half. Well, he's not getting more than a five off me. You know, he was just Sang was of all the players who can walk off the pitch. There's a couple who I thought could just about have the heads above the hold the heads up high, and Sang was one of them. We can have a two point one from me, Johnny. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Steve. Think five for Sang. Think, think the, the probably the only outfield player that you can say put it in hundred percent for the whole game. Um, and put in a couple of decent crosses, got himself up and down. But a few times he was he was having the ball and he was looking and dying for a pass, and everyone was just stood there going, "Come on, then, come on, then, do something, do something, Tom." And it's just that's not a t- that's not how a team works. Like at least move for your mate. Well, if he is your mate, I don't think any of them are mates. I think they hate each other. They're all mates. You'll get on famously. They're probably eleven. Have Curry tonight. Tell them how much they love each other and how it's going to be all right. Did you give him a mark, Johnny? Yeah, he got five. Five. Moving on, middle of the back three, Captain Smith. And if this doesn't start with a minus, I'm right. Yeah, look, it's the, 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 we, I've, I've said what I wanted to say about Smith at the start. It's it's not the first game. It's It's not going to be the last game that that he's he's not been good enough for him. He at least needs the armband taking off him to relieve a bit of pressure, and that's the very, very, very least. Because he shouldn't be anywhere near that eighteen, let alone that eleven. Come Tuesday, um, it's it's just not it's just not good enough to 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 pass the ball to to someone from who's seven, eight yards away from you and not being a dickhead and standing on the free kick. I don't I don't get the thought process. I I don't understand what he was thinking. I don't understand what has gone through his head. To then point the finger at Jesse Deborah after he's done it. And then as he's getting bollocked by Ripley, not even looking him in the eye and just walking off. It just summed up everything. It he's not he's He's not in the right form, and we know he's a we know he's a good defender. Usually, we know he's the sort of player that will put his body on his on the line, and he is blood and thunder, and he's probably everything that you want in a relegation scrap, scrap. Usually, but something's just not right with Smithy, and we we've got to protect him for his own good. I think more more than anything, it was one for Smith. It it was just. <sighs> He built himself up a little better during the game. He won. He started winning his battles and stuff. He recovered after the mistake, but the mistake's just too much. Yeah, you're very generous there, Johnny. Steve? Um, I'm going to take this in two parts. I'm going to pretend that the game kicked off five minutes later than it did, so Smith didn't make the mistake. And he was shaky a couple of times. But apart from that, I didn't think he was that bad. Um, he edged one out. His lack of confidence was one in the second half in front of us. The ball comes over and he just miscommunicates with Ripley and he heads it out. But you can't get away from that for those first two minutes. You know, 
everything from the moment he passed it to standing with his hands on his hips to trying to blame the referee who got it right, the referee was 100% right, to Jesse Deborah to not take his medicine off Ripley. Smithy killed us within two minutes and whatever else happened after that doesn't really matter. You know, yeah. it was he killed. Yeah, I'm with you. The atmosphere was good and he killed it. Absolutely killed it. And for me, the atmosphere never recovered. Could have got toxic and didn't until the penalty went in. But it just killed any positive atmosphere. Fans didn't get negative, but they went quiet. And it killed it. It summed up all season. Summed up where we're at. Absolutely fucking diabolical from any player, never mind the captain of the club. If he hadn't come through our academy, people would be crying out now. But they get away with it because it's Nathan Smith. We'll do ref watch here. So ref watch brought to you by repair-glasses.co.uk. As you've already said, Steve, nothing wrong with their player. He didn't deliberately try and be within 10 yards of the free kick. The laws are if a player tries to take a quick free kick and someone else is closer, that's on the player for taking the quick free kick. Smith has passed it straight to him. If he stood on top of the ball and he's hit it at him, I get it. He's not. As you've said, Johnny's seven, eight yards away. And Smithy's just passed it straight to him. It's fucking diabolical. He wants fining four weeks' wages for that. And I honestly mean that. I'm not saying that because it's heat of the moment. That is fucking gross neglect of doing your job. He wants fining wages for that because that's fucking atrocious. And it killed the game inside 90 seconds. And the game was gone from that point because we've got fuck all that's going battle and get us back into that game. You've killed it. And he's done that as a captain. He wants fining. Whether that fine goes into the club who then give it to charity or whether it goes into the players' pot, which they don't deserve one, I don't know. But he wants fining for that. He wants fucking. But the ref, no issues with the ref today. Six out of ten did his job. Didn't have a lot to do because we made it a nice game. We didn't get tackles in. We didn't get in the faces. So it was an easy game to ref. Got the decisions right. No issues with the referee. Six out of ten. I just quickly, I thought the ref was really was really good. And when when their players were rolling around on the floor, he never would stop the game. Every time he told them to get up, and miraculously did. I thought he refed it well. You know, and I yep. thought both both decisions. It's a stonewall penalty as well. You can say what you want. But yeah, still, yes. I thought the ref. Was good. Yeah, with you, with you. The only, the only thing I will say about him is they should have sent Ojo off in the first half. Yeah, it should have done. And he was joking. And he was going to once he, but he realised it was him, and then miraculously, instead of getting the yellow card, found his spray instead. Yeah. Do you remember? He went, he went, went to get his card out, saw it was Ojo, then fiddled again and got his spray out and started spraying, spraying on the ground because that yeah. was sending off. Yeah. He, 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 he was, he wasn't going for the spray at first. Like you could tell no that. Way. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. He, he looked, he looked sore. It was, and I thought, oh, are these two two yellow card tackles for for a red? And yeah, they were. They were. They were two yellow card tackles. Yeah, they were. Yeah. But, uh, you couldn't have complained if you sent Ojo off. Definitely not. No. We'll I think Ojo expected it as well. That was the worst thing. I think the way he looked, he was just like, "Go on, then send me off." I don't think he expected yeah, it. We'll get on to him. I think he wanted it. Yeah, I think was, I don't think he would be bothered. I don't think he'd be uh, bothered. I don't think he'd give a shit. He can fuck off as well. Um, let's move on because we'll get to him in a bit. It is you now, Steve. Let's move on. The other centre half was Big Jess, who for me did okay. Probably the best of the bunch. He gets a two out of ten. 
I think I, I thought Jesse was dead, was dreadful. Um, ponderous on the ball. Um, his decision making was poor. He nearly got caught out a couple of times, dilly dallying on it. I think that was one of his worst games for the club. Yeah, I, I'm with you, here, Steve. I, I thought, I thought it was dreadful. Honestly, Bez, I thought it was dreadful. After about 15 minutes, he was blowing out his horse as well. Yeah. Like, he, he was down. He was down in front of the paddock, and he was sweating and and like jog jogging after their lad and stuff like that. And it just, yeah, it just, it just wasn't 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 great. And he's got no left foot. I mentioned this at Reading. No, but he's yeah. got absolutely no left foot. If he's not on his right foot, he is struggling. And like, he seemed to be like a yard of pace today as well, which is it's something you don't usually accuse him of. There was once in the first half when. Uh, first off when, when Ripley got off his line when, when Ripley got off his line quite fast and, and kicked his legs of the field back to their keeper their lad had left Jesse for dead he had a two yard start on him I yeah. thought he was crap yeah I'm, I'm with you and he, he he was in the two club yeah definitely he was marginally better than Smith but I thought that apart from saying that the other three members of the back four were diabolical We'll carry on, Johnny. The last one, the, the back four was Joan. Yeah, you, you saw you saw the good and the bad of Dan Jones in that game, in my opinion. Like there was there was some there was some times where he was standing his man up really well. He was dealing with two at the back because um, because their wing backs and their one of one of their midfielders were breaking in, and he was cutting the gap out really well. And then you just saw the fact that. He passed to their their players more than he passed to ours. The penalty is schoolboy. Like once he's got the wrong side of you, just go go and cut out the cross. Like if he then beats you for pace or whatever, then that then so be. It. But to to just put your hands on him and I wouldn't say drag him down because it wasn't exactly like he'd he'd clawed him to the ground or anything. But to give the referee a decision in front of the liner as well. Because that's the other thing; it's the liner's side. So if the ref's not giving it, the liner could was was just criminal. And I think like it's one of his worst games he's had in a long, long time. And I don't, I don't know what we do because we kind of have no choice with Dan Jones unless we move away from the back four again, which we've all said was pretty stable till today. So. I really don't know what we do, but yeah, he's he was in the one club with Smithy. I thought they were they were they were both really bad. And let's be honest, it was pretty stable today, apart from we gifted him a goal in ninety seconds, then gifted him a penalty, and it, we were shit. They offered nothing going forward. Yeah, they weren't anything. Steve mentioned it. They weren't anything special, and a better team puts three or four past them because well, comfortably, they, like Portsmouth. Batter them without Portsmouth played against us, and that 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 was for me was Portsmouth in second gear as well against us. Like Portsmouth absolutely batter them. Cheltenham put four past them as well. Like it's just they 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 were they were they, they were they were they were nonchalant. They maybe maybe they they knew they just had to turn up, and maybe that's part part of the thing at the minute because you, you you hear don't you about teams getting complacent against. Shite, and maybe, maybe that's what it was. But you know, if you come to Vale and if you keep yourself 
relative, relatively the entire back. Don't do anything stupid. Bide your time, we'll give you at least one goal. We do it every week. Um, Jones, he was absolutely crap. I sit in the row in front of Gadji, and never mind the ref and the Lions were giving that penalty. Me and Gadji would have given it. That's how Stonewall it was. And there were people around us saying it's not a penalty, it's this, it's like he's gone down. He pulled him down twice. And if the ref's not giving that, you never get a penalty. Jones was slow. He was a couple of his passes were just. And also, I think maybe this isn't probably down to him. He's got no options. Honestly, just boots it in the air. Jones was dog tier today, but we haven't got any other options. So maybe we'll play him back into four because Dan Jones is better than the show today. Better than that. Yeah, but it's all right because we knew we needed a left wing back or the left back. So it's all right. We knew about it. We didn't even try to get a left wing, but I didn't because we got plenty. No, uh, we get you one. It's okay. We knew we needed one. We saw the issue was there, so it's fine. We didn't rectify it, but we knew it was there, so it's fine. But there Steve, moving on. First of the older midfielders, have a crack at Jason Lamb. He shouldn't be there. His legs have gone. Is you could take out Jason Lowe, put Danny Pugh or Michael Tong or Anthony Kay, any of those four was similar. I feel sorry for Jason Lowe has been okay for us. I'm not a massive fan in the central in the central defense, but he's good in the right of the back three and he's good at right back. He hasn't got the legs or the guile to play midfield. He couldn't get into a midfield in division two last year. So why he thinks why we think he should be playing Sentiment in a, in a Division 1 side, League 1 side, sorry, as we call it these days. I've no idea. feel a bit sorry for him. He's played out of position, but he was not good enough. Johnny? Yeah. I, you, I, defend, I, I defended low first game of the season that he played centre mid. I think it was Crew, was it, in the Cup? Was, yeah. 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 I, I, defended, I defended low there. I, I think we ask him to do a thankless task in a way. Because for some reason, none of our players are able to kick it more than 15 yards. So we play into low for them, him to switch to over, which then ultimately leads to him having to go backwards because by the time we've got it to low and he's got it under control, they, they've blocked out the pass that he was looking at making. So I think it's criminal that for some reason we can't switch the ball. Um, but apart from that, he was pretty anonymous. And I think that's that's probably one of the worst things you can label it. A centre midfielder entered in a game like that. Because it needed it needed your senior pros, especially after that that start we had. It needs your senior pros grab it by the scruff of the neck and try and do something with it. And we just don't. We're just we're waiting to be told what to do. It's almost like None of them have ever played football before, and they're just waiting for be told. Oh, what do we do now? Like, are we are we allowed? Are we allowed to do this? Are we allowed to move? Sort of thing. It's what football intelligence have they got? Jason Lowe's played at one of the highest levels in the country, and at, at fullback and at centre half, and we're asking him to play centre midfield for some bizarre reason. It it makes it makes no sense. It was marginally better than Ojo is probably the only the only positive, but that's that's really clutching at straws. Um, yeah, it was it was two for low. Yeah, and you've mentioned him. Let's move on. Funzo next to 
the first half was an utter, utter disgrace. Like, he was strolling around, didn't look interested. Second half, I don't know if he'd had a rocket or something, because he seemed like he seemed like a completely different player. I don't know if we'd taken the shackles off, because he did feel like we we pushed him a little further forward. Maybe yeah, definitely to, did. Maybe to protect him a little bit. Um, or I don't know, but he seemed like he didn't have as much responsibility, so it wasn't as bad. But he had zero impact on that game. Zero impact, and it's he's your vice captain. He's the eldest player, pretty much. Him and Lower. I don't know. I don't know how much difference there is between them, but the the the, the players that that should should command better. They they sh- they should dictate your midfielders, especially your vice captain, should be dictating better from that team. And there was no leading by example. There was no. There's just no organisation in there, and it's just so bad. Um, and it was a one, and that he's lucky to get that one because he come out second half and played better. Yeah, Steve, unmute yourself. Um, if we take the captaincy off Nathan Smith, I wouldn't be giving you funds away you after that. That's one thing I wouldn't be doing. His first half performance was a disgrace. He didn't look interested. He was lucky not to get sent off, and I don't care. I don't think he he didn't look like like he'd been that bothered if he had got sent off, to be honest. Um, but yeah, second half is a bit better. But when you need when you need when the chips are down and you need your senior pros, your best paid players, the ones who played at the better level, the ones we look to and we know are good players to do something. Funzo was none of that. Yeah. He come out and give the interview. My mate's been sacked. I got on with Crosby and the coaching staff and that. And since then, he's looked like a little petulant kid that's thrown his toys out the pram and gone, I'm not happy. My mate's not here anymore. Well, he needs to fucking either rip his contract up and go without any money or work for the club that's paying him because at the moment he's doing fuck all. He's got to grow his set. He's got to play for the club. Or he can go and rip his contract up, take your pick, because that's pathetic today. Absolute pathetic. As it was, and we called him out on it. Was it Cheltenham? I can't remember. Yeah, it was. It's Cheltenham, yeah, yeah, where he played like a kid that had spat his dummy out. If that's how he's going, play he can fuck off, and you may as well play Luke Viler in midfield. Anyone, <laughs> because that's fucking pathetic. If he doesn't want to play anymore, don't play. Off you go. More need to have an honest conversation with him, and if he doesn't want to play, see you. And that's a shame because on his day he's a good player. He is, and the, the problem the problem with it is like one of my big issues today was we had two or three players on the bench that we could have changed it for, and that's the frustrating. And I'm not saying anything changes, but like we all know, Connor Grant isn't a wing back, but he's had a fairly successful career in the centre of the pitch, mm-hmm. so he can't be any worse in the centre than than he is out wide. He's got a real good delivery on him when he's allowed to, why aren't we, surely it's, it's time now to, to give something, something else a go. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how some of them players survived and as long as they did today, like two or three of them could have been hooked at half time and you wouldn't have batted an eyelid. It's half time. I said 11 of them could have gone. Well, Yeah. Yeah, diabolical. Absolute diabolical. 
Moving on, Steve, right of the three behind the front man, Ethan Cheslett. Disgraceful performance. Absolutely disgraceful. He's got no strength. He's got no desire. Didn't even cover as much ground as he normally does today. I can't remember one positive thing Chizzy did today. And normally you can. Normally Chizzy's got a bit of a spark about him. He tried a couple of flicks, didn't work. Threw himself to the ground a couple of times. That didn't work. I don't think Chizzy will. Chizzy will do well to play as poorly again for me. Johnny? Yeah, I think Chizzy's the sort of player that when you're playing well, he'll play well because he's yeah. got that. He's got that bit of something about him. And when he hasn't got to do both sides of the game and can just concentrate on his, I think you'll get the best out of Chizzy. And I think that's the odd part. When the chips are down, it's a bit it's a bit Louis Dodds-esque, where you know that you're gonna get you know that you're gonna get effort from him. But what Dodsy was best at was playing in that hole. We we used to play Dodsy on the right wing as a needs must sort of thing, and that's how that's how the Chislet thing's feeling. Like, yeah, we're just and, getting him on the pitch, aren't we? Yeah, and it just frustrates me because when you're playing a ten, put Chislet in the ten, put put your best players in your best positions, and I get that this isn't this isn't a complete dig on Darren Moore because we haven't signed for this formation. We haven't. We, have, we we might have the bodies at the club fit for this formation at the minute. If that's the case, why are we playing it? And if if he seriously thinks that Chislett's a better right wing option than Massey Plant, then I, I I really don't know what you've got. I don't know what you can say because it it just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. And that's that's my big thing, and nothing. Nothing stuck with him, and he's a real. He's, he, on his day, he can be a real positive asset for us, but we're not helping him, and he's not helping us at the minute. So we, we've got we've, we've got to have a, a long hard think about what what happens with Chislett going forward, because for me, you put him in that gap or you don't play him. I don't think there's a. I don't, I don't think there's a there's a requirement to shoehorn him in because he doesn't have a positive impact. If you do that, so it was a one for me. It was really bad. Yeah, totally agree. And in the middle, Johnny, he's back from injury. The only slight hope that we have of staying up, but I think we're fucked. But he was back today. He started Ben Garrity. Yeah, it was, it was five for Garrity. <laughs> he, he he ran about a bit, but he's not an attacking midfielder. He isn't. He isn't an attacking midfielder. When he, he plays the best for us, when he's a little bit deeper and he's he's, he's running in, he's getting the ball. He, he he's not a good enough footballer to be an attacking midfielder, as was shown by the time in the second half where he does really well to get the ball into into like the channels, and then he tries to clip one over his head around the corner. That's just not Ben Garrity. That isn't and. You you never you never labelling effort towards him. You never labelling desire. He's the one that loses the ball on the left hand side, sprints all the way back to right back to go and go go and chase it, 
and and you get what you get what's on the tin foot from from Garrity, but he needs to be the centre midfielder. He needs to be next to Funzo for me in that in that deeper role because when he went there, when we kind of changed to whatever the formation was, that's when he started impacting. I know Steve, you mentioned the run he made. He made that from centre midfield because the 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 midfielder doesn't want to go with him, and that's the difference. Whereas in in attacking midfield. It's usually a defender that's job is to go with him, and that's that's where Ben then has to be clever. And I, I don't think there is he's as good of a footballer in terms of compared to Chislett, for example. He's not going to drop a shoulder, step over whatever, and go past the man. He's your he's a runner. He will knock it and run after it, and he will he will beat you physically. So he needs to be coming from deeper for me. Um, but yeah. Sponsors man of the match. I can't imagine Ben enjoyed that at all because he, he's the sort of player that we've seen get man of the match before, and he's he just doesn't want it because he, he don't care about individual accolades. He's he's a very much massive team player, and he is our glimmer of hope. But we've got to get him in his best position. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, Gary's my man of the match. I thought. He does what the basics you expect. He runs around. He didn't. Get, he doesn't give up. He won his headers, but he was in the wrong position. Um, you don't. I don't want Ben. But he has to play up front or in midfield where he can break from late. The number ten. You need a football. You need a willow or a chisel. Someone who can who can take it on the half turn and you know thread a pass. That hasn't Ben. Ben's game is bobbing on from deep. And we took that, we took that out of it, we took that out of it. Whether that maybe he's only just back from injury, we thought he'd have less running to do in the um, in the ten than in than in centre mid. But we need him playing in a position where he can make those runs into the box, and we didn't do that today. Yeah, I agree. Next, Steve, the other wing was Jensen. We, um, I don't know. I don't really want to say about Jensen. Where he hasn't had one game where I've thought, "Oh my God, I can see how this lad scored eleven goals last year." For last year, he hasn't had one game where I've thought, "Poor oh, yeah, Brighton, Flint Croft must have worked really hard to get Brighton to give him us on loan for the end of the season." There must have been a queue, must have been a queue of championship clubs in there, League One sides going for promotion, begging for that, begging for that signature. Uh, it looks more like to me we were doing them a favour than they were doing us one, but. Again, he's a young lad playing in a struggling side, so you don't really want to be battering him, but he just hasn't done anything for me. He hasn't grabbed the game by the scuff of the neck. He's just he doesn't he's neat tidy, tries hard, but he just hasn't done anything for me. Yeah. Johnny. Yeah, I think I think prerequisite to playing on the wings having a bit of pace in it. And he just hasn't got that. Like he had his best game for us, for me, against Stevenage in that in the number ten role. Again, when we played two of them there, and then he was then he was okay. Like, but he's there's one thing he isn't as a winger, and I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I just, I don't think there's there's anything that he did today that we couldn't have asked probably anybody else in the squad to do. So yeah, yeah it, it was a two. 
He was positive in the second half. A couple of times he broke forward and try, tried to make things happen. I don't think he ever gave up, which was a positive, but I, I say positive. That, that makes me feel a bit sick saying that's positive, but yeah, it was it's just a bad performance, a real bad performance from, from, from the team as well, not just not just him, but yeah, no, agree. And last Johnny, but by no means least James Wilson. Yeah, look, Willow's effort in the first half, if that flies in, we're we're really excited and we're talking, yes, Wilson's back. Um but it was probably a camera save, let's be honest. It did feel like the keeper might have been able to to bob across and actually catch it, but decided that he wanted to go full length. Um, and then after that, he was pretty anonymous. And it's hard with Wilson because you know he's got all the ability. You know that when he gets on the ball that he's a really good player, but there's, there's obviously a reason that in the summer no one took a punt on him. Like... There's obviously a reason why he's ended up back here and it's just, at the minute, real painful to watch. And maybe this is why Salford stuck him out on the right wing. Mm. Yeah, you might be right. Any mark? Yeah, it was one for Willow. It's just, it, was, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. Yeah, Steve, your mate? Um, nothing else we didn't say at the start of the pod, really. He's starved of service. Um, it was a hard job playing up front for Vale, whether you Willow, Loft or anything, but today wasn't one of his best games. That shot he had in his right foot, the keeper could have caught it. Don't know why he was arsing around, trying to tip it around the post. Um, it's a bit of frustration from Willow sometimes. His touch wasn't as good as normal. It wasn't a great game, but you've, there's a bit, like I've just said, played up front for Vale must be incredibly frustrating, incredibly difficult, basically. Do you know what I yeah. find really f- funny about it? And it's, I shouldn't really laugh, but it, it tickles me. Why Why does it feel like Port Vale are the only ones that will put someone five foot ten up front and smash it towards the red and then replace him with someone that's six foot four and then st- and, and still play to the, to the lad that's five foot ten in the air? Like, it feels like it's only ever us that does that. Because well, you Paddy O'Connor that plays centre half for Lincoln, he that's probably the easiest game he's ever had to have in the air. Like you're jumping, you've won it. Willow's not jumping; he's he's getting his body in the way and he's being awkward at, at the most. And I just don't understand the, the idea behind it. And again, it's Moore's got to take some of this some of this heat because. He's obviously set us up in a certain way. I can't imagine he's set us up and told us to go out, play like that, or else he should be sacked right now. Do you know what I mean? But it's it just feels really odd that we we haven't we haven't got an idea about what to do at the minute. And is that confidence? Is is it something else? Is is it the fact that, like Steve, you said that we just we haven't got that creative spark in there. I, I don't know, but something massive, massive has changed. And even since, even since Stevenage, like 
we weren't we weren't great against Stevenage, but we had a go. We 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 had we we seemed like that we had an idea. We seemed like players players were there with with us, and you, you had an horrible little glimmer of hope that maybe we've got enough getters out of it. And then from from that, Darren Moore come in, and it seems like some people are going, "Oh, that this this guy's going to read this guy's going to be nasty to me." So. I'll I'll make the decision for him, and I'd, I'd 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 love to be a fly on the wall in that dressing room t- tonight because I I don't know how one player can hold their hands up and say anything other than I'm sorry, boss, we were shit. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Very quickly, the something yeah, percent agree. Yeah, something make an impact. No point talking about him. Gianni will do a very, very brief because I'm going bad preview of Fleetwood on Tuesday because I don't think I'll bother watching. So let, let give give me a couple of minutes while I find this. Because I had I had bought it. Um and I've lost it. So bear with me a second. Um, where was it? Talk to yourselves, please. Go on, hurry up and find it because I'm off bad. I'm reffing in the morning. Ooh, where are you reffing? Norton Cricket Club. Oh, that's, that's on your doorstep, isn't it? Yeah. So, here we go. Fleetwood Town haven't won an away game on a Saturday for 315 days, which is 45 weeks. So, that's that. That's what. That's where they're at. What so, about on Tuesday? I don't know about on Tuesday, but I thought that's interesting. That nearly a year since they've last won away on a Saturday. Can't imagine their Tuesday record is going to be much better, seeing as they've had about probably three or four in that period. Um, yeah. What? What? What about the gift that keeps on giving? They must be really excited to come to our place. Well, we haven't won a league game on a Tuesday since we've beat Salford in promotion season, have we? Yeah, something like that, wasn't it? So Salford Addy Charlesley. Yeah, was Addy Charlesley. That's the Tuesday game we won in the league. We beat. We've won league cup games since then, and Johnston Paint games since then. We haven't won a league game since then. Yeah. Which is two years. Yeah. And we've played a lot of Tuesday games this year. Oh yeah, we have. Yeah, we're, we're, to be fair, in, in that period, we haven't won many games in general, so. Nope. Yeah, it's, but it's Fleetwood, it's, it's painful, they're, they're as bad as we are, but still managed to put three pastors the other week. Yeah. They're, 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 they're going to be looking at, at repeating that because they need the points to keep them up. They looked like a team, Charlie Adam Adam playing. they there's not much you can say other than, again, it's the hope that kills you. We've got, we've got enough games in left in this season to to do something, but that's quickly running out. Like we're, we're getting getting to the stage now where we're we're properly points counting, and I I, I don't see where our next points coming from, let alone three. So. On to Fleetwood. Um, Steve, what changes would you make? 
Oh. Oh, you're on mute. Um, sorry. Uh, what change do you want to make? I'd make 11. No, I don't. I, do you know what, Johnny? I genuinely don't don't know what I'll do with the defence. James was terrible, but I think he's got to play again. Um, left back. I'd leave Sanger right back, I think. Um, with two centre-halves. What the hell? It was all so bad. I'd stick with Smith and Casper um, if he's fit. Or maybe drop Smith out for Deborah, either of them. What? I'd try Conor Grant in midfield alongside um, Garrity. Or would have not No, I think I've got to keep Funzo in. Funzo and Ben in midfield. I'd try Weir in the hole. And then I'd stick with Willow up front because I still think he's our best option. But I'd try Planty one side, Gav Massey the other. Yeah. Bez, what changes would you make to that? Ripley and goal. Right back, Jason Lowe. Centre off, Casper and Deb. Left back, the Yak. Midfield, Ojo, Garrity, Chizzy behind the front man. I go loft up top and I go plenty one side and might and the other. Fair enough. Fair. Um, and go can on, I just, can I take, Sorry, can go I take on. out Jensen Weir? Can I take out Jensen Weir swapping for Chelsea Because Chelsea right. has got goals season, so. Yeah, go for it. You've, you've, got, you've got till 6.45 on um, Tuesday to submit your team sheet. Yeah. There'll be a lot of crossings out in my team. No him, no him, no him. In fact, I might even put down more in it centred off with no knees. <laughs> yeah. Well, you pick you pick bikey. You should have a bikey centre off, Spes. Yeah, more than bikey centre off. Lee Bradbury up top. Gary Walsh in goal. Tong and um, Derek Pugh midfield. Tong Pugh midfield with Carroll behind the front, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, diabolical. Diabolical. Back. Johnny, what are you doing? Um, for me, it'd be Ripley in goal. It'd be low right back. Casper um, and Debs centre off. Jones left back. Funzo, Ben um, in midfield. Um, it'd then be Sang on the right of midfield. Planty on the left. Um, with Chizzy behind, <laughs> yeah, probably uh, Chizzy behind Wilson. Just, but this will be Willow's last. He's probably last chance to lean for Willow. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And first goal brought to you by avtiming.com. Get yourself over to avtiming.com. Get yourself signed up for a race. Johnny, first goal scorer, time and score. Um, Jaden Stockley, 17 minutes, 2 0. Yeah. Steve? <coughs> Nathan Smith, off of corner, 
one nil Vale. Fuck off. Yeah. No, I don't actually believe that, but I'm not. I can't keep saying we're going to lose because it's about the only thing I'm right about normally. Um, <laughs> but then I'm not rocket scientist. Um, I can't see. I, I can see Stockport scoring. I can see them winning one 0 because I can just see it, it being a groundhog day game like the last few. Like the last few have been. Nothing much happens. Two poor sides going at it. We give them a goal and we don't create any chances. I can't see any, anything more than that to be honest. Yeah, I'm going Jaden Stockley. Seven three nil Fleetwood. Yeah, so nice and positive way to end. Um, they can't be asked. Why should we? Should, should have left. Steve it's the same up. way we ended. The last podcast. Yeah, it's the same way we uh, ended the last podcast, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's all predicted. Well, we were yeah. positive with the Lincoln one. We all predicted wins. Yeah, and how stupid were we? Yeah, yeah fuck them. Yeah, think so. we we go watch. We can't be stupid. <laughs> yeah, like we say, we'll see. I'm not convinced. I'll be there on Tuesday. I will be. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do a 50-mile round trip, but I don't think they're worth it, but I'm stupid. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm a mile and a half away. I'm working in late Tuesday, so I'm local. I don't think I can be asked. No, look, it's... It's, again, it's it's no no one person's right or wrong on it, are they? Do you know what I mean? Like, we're not... I've never missed an own game. For over 30 years, unless I've been out of the country or like a wedding or something. I've never missed an home game because I can't be asked whether it's a Saturday or a Tuesday. Yeah. For 30 odd years. And Tuesday could be the one. I yeah, I don't think you're alone though, mate. I think you're entitled to think. You know, like Johnny says, everyone's got to do what everyone's what's best for them. And yeah, but what's the funny one? If it's if a film's crap, you don't go see it, do you? Well, you may no. be. Yeah. Um but you know, if a band does two good albums and the third one's crap, you don't buy the third album, do you? Uh, and football's different. Football keeps like like Michael Curry loses the Godfather. Just when I think I'm out, they drag me back. And but, you know, football's a drug that most of you can't give up in it really. Or is for me, but whether it's and I think I think I think that's key. I think I think that sometimes is is taken advantage of as well. Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. It is Johnny. And, and I think that that's that's where I'm at at the minute. Is like look, they've done the offer today to try and get people back in the ground. That I'd 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 be turning to, I'd be turning to the captain and going right. You've cost us this amount of money because that's a turning point to say. We've we've got a few, probably a thousand. But are we talking about a thousand extra people on bums on seats today? Yeah, probably. And we've put in that yeah. performance. Not one of them thousand people are, are going to come back. Not one. Uh, like I said earlier, they need to do an offer on Tuesday to get season ticket holders turn up. Yeah, the, the, the something something's got to give. Something's really got to give at the minute, and I I don't. With without with without shit out in a win, like I, 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 nothing nothing changes. And the minute the fan, you only win the fans back by getting getting points on the board. And it's as simple it's as simple as that. And whilst whilst it sounds simple, we've 
we're, we're in a right rut at the minute and the mentality seems to be on its horse. I don't know if the players are hearing this, the, going, going back circle to the, the, the interview with Carol and stuff like that and Darren Moore saying differently. I, I, I really don't know. I just feel like we need a reality check that the free transfer window is still open. Like, Conor Wickham would be fit right now. Like, he would have had his four weeks that it would have taken him because he was unfit. But he'd be fit right now. And we can't wait another we can't wait another week to, to hope that somebody somebody returns from fitness that like you said, Steve, that like the panty thing, we're all edging his bets on a young lad that is look good, but numbers don't back it up. So what says he's gonna be a world beater? We all want him to be, because again, because he's a local lad and he's he's put it in every time he's played. He's played out of position. He's and stuff like that. But there's no God-given right that James Plant's going to come back into this and sort sort this out for us. So we need to go and do something now. The window's still open in terms of the free agents. Just we we've got to gamble. But the problem is, the longer we leave it, the more expensive these players are going to get. Because that's the other thing. Players are going to look at it and go, "Well, you want me to come save you, save the shit, pay 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 me the go, pay me get more than going right now." So it's hard, but and they've the got much games to do with it. Yeah, the cost of survival is is a lot more though than 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 what they'd want for me. I think, if, like you said, if we go down and we're back, at, and there's no disrespect to some of the clubs in that league, but you've got Derby. Portsmouth, like in this league, you've got potentially Rotherham coming down again that that usually travel all right to our place. You look at that in comparison to what we're probably talking Chesterfield and maybe if we're lucky, Notts County don't go up and that they'll bring a few. We're then back to being able to count the away fans in most games and going Carlisle again because they're shit as well. That's the only blessing there, worse enough so we won't finish rock bottom, we'll finish second bottom. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's just, I just, I just don't, I, I, I am a bit lost for words with it, how we still, we still seem stubborn in, in refusing to act. Um, but, I can I can kind of beat this drum for for a while because I am bamboozled by it all. So we'll um we'll call it there. We'll we'll be back Wednesday um to to hopefully talk about a more positive podcast. Um because we because we don't want to be doing this. We don't want to be battering the club left, right, and centre. We it, we've no. all got the same goal for um. At the end of it is it is to win games of football, to be entertained, to to walk away from the ground happy. We don't expect to win every game. We 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 are we haven't, we haven't got a god given right to win any game, but we expect the bare minimums that were promised at the start of the season that aren't being delivered. We expect we expect to, to compete. Yeah, we expect to be given a chance, and we're just not doing that at the minute and. 
summit it's got to change it's got to change yeah i'm with yeah. you yeah just what, what you said it, it's painful but god we all supported well for years and we just want to do well and it's frustrating that we've made such a mess of it well for whatever reason you know I, I don't know if this knows I'll take my young son who's male bad. He's like really miserable now because this is his first probably experience of what looks like relegation of losing every week. When he first when Jim first started going, Vale were dreadful but under Michael Brown, but he was too young to remember really. You know, now him and his mates they get it. We've attracted a lot of younger fans Joe's age because of how well we've done. The, 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 Already drifted, drifted away. Joe has to go because if he misbehaves, I make him go rail. Um, no, no, Joe has to go. Joe, Joe goes because, you know, he has to. Well, he's going to have to because he's got a choice. But like me, you know, he's what my dad did with me. And we're losing fans of Joe's age who we were gaining, and it's a real shame. But we don't, none of us want to sit here talking like this for an hour and a half. It's fucking depressing and sad. Sorry, one for swearing. But, you know, we just got to say what we see, haven't we? <laughs> Uh, I think I got, I think I got all the way through, but he says fucking shit. Well, I can't tell you off, because she can't stop your pocket money. No. Like I say, I'm done. Let's move on to Tuesday. Let's see, I might not be here Wednesday, because when I say that, no one panic. I mean, I might not be here as an amount of be on the podcast, because I don't know if I'll watch the game. I'm not saying anything else. We lost Amos this week. We brought him back from the dead. We don't have to uh, come looking for you, Bess. Yeah, no, I've just, I've had enough. It's fucking awful. I've been going 30 plus years. For me, this is worse than ever. Really is. I've had enough. They can't be arsed. I can't be arsed. I'd rather find something else to do with my time and my money. Yeah, and look, it's not... <laughs> It's it's one of them, and like like I said, no no one's right or wrong in this situation. But people will people will vote with the feet when it's this bad, and people have got every right to what? Why why would you want to rush home from work on a Tuesday, like miss out on family time or you time or whatever it is that you've got to to rush to get veil to to watch them do that. Yeah, and I'm one of them. Even the smooth weight season when we went down, I was like, I've got to go every game now, as we said earlier, because it's like the blokes playing the bloody music on the Titanic. I'll be there when the six sink. I'll be there when the ship sinks. Because I felt, I even felt as though most of them players give a shit. I don't feel as though this team gives a shit, and there's a complete disconnect now. And somehow the club have got to get out that these players care because at this moment in time, I don't see one player on that pitch that says to me, I care. Yeah. The, the only, again, the only way that you do that is by, by putting it on the pitch, isn't it? There's no... Like, what, what does, oh, the lads were in training tomorrow sort of thing do? In, in that sense, is does that show that they care, or does that show that Darren Moore's just said, "But you're in training next day, fuck your day off." Darren Moore says you're in training today. There's but, a lot of them players are picking up a wage and tossing it off, and then going home and couldn't give a shit. Yeah, I just, and that's it. I suppose. I suppose that's maybe that is a message that's sent out that the players are in training, but I don't know how. I don't know how else they. They 
recoup some of that trust of that they care without without the performance on the pitch is my only because at this moment in time Ben Garrity I'd say cares I can't say anything that Planty and Mitch don't care because they haven't been on the pitch to see yeah Dangle I don't know because I haven't seen him yet the rest of them I could say none of them give a shit about the badge on that shirt I think that's harsh on Ryan Loft personally yeah, to be fair, Loft puts a shift in. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Lofty puts a shift in. I'll give him that. And yeah. Connor, Connor Ripley, I'll give him that. Yeah. The rest of them, nothing yet that says they give a shit about the badge. I'd Absolutely be, nothing. I'd be adding Sang to that list, but... Mm, it's got to do a bit more for me, yeah. He's not in the... I've spat me dummy out and I'm strolling around the pitch like a Funzo and a Wilson. But he's got to do more to get in the the Ripley and the Loft bit. Yeah, fair enough. So, we'll end it there. The, obviously, there's, the, there's there's a lot of issues at the minute with the club. There's, there's, there's a lot of good that they've done. And we will talk about that in a season review. Do you know what I mean? We will we'll go over things properly and, and give a fair crack of the whip because we have preached that as a podcast that you've got to give them credit where credit's due. And there is there is good work that's happened, but at the end of the day, we're a football club and we've got to get that football side of it right. So hopefully people have taken a bit of heart that they're not sat thinking differently than us. And we will be back on Wednesday. So enjoy yourselves. Try try shake that off and have, have a good Sunday. Have an ale and up the veil. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So, it's full time from the pod, and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking to who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight. And enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, order make delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.